Mugs you see here are available on the side project merch store right now, alongside the side project hoodies, tees, hats, beanies, and everything you see here on the show. Side project merch store, go get it. But anyways, let's not waste any more time and let's get to the bread and the butter of this show. My guest this week has been here before. <laughs> As a matter of fact. 155 times before. My guest this week is a podcaster, a composer, a producer, a videographer, a content creator as a whole. Writing, directing, shooting, editing, and even acting in some himself. Skits full of comedy, promos full of energy, from hosting the cosplay podcast to hosting panels at conventions such as Newer Comic Con, Anime Pasadena, Anime Las Vegas, and more. From special live episodes to videography, to press at LA Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, WonderCon, and the list goes on. From gaming to film to cosplay, he takes each topic, each interview, and breaks it down and makes it shine for us, for the cosplay community. He portrays us on the show and in video in a light no other has, even providing us with his own theme music. He created this show, he is the reason I'm here this week. So, ladies, ladies and, and gentlemen, gentlemen, let's put our hands together and give a warm welcome to Chazzy the Chazzo's Good job, baby. We give the cat a high five. <laughs> the cat, both cats. No, just one cat. Okay, foreign. She didn't get the joke. She didn't get the joke. I Ladies and gentlemen, I am here. Absolutely awesome. That was really cool. This is uh, this is gonna be a very weird episode um, for me, especially because I I can't not host. I can't not steer the ship. So I'm probably gonna end up steering the ship anyway. And you know what? I have to because being that it's the it's the first episode of 2024. This is the first episode of 2024. I have to. I have to give a I have to give an intro. I have to give a 2024 intro. We're just going to do the ladies and gentlemen, you do it with me, okay? Okay. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say welcome to the first episode of 2024, <laughs> all right? Let's go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of 2024 of the Side Project Podcast. Yes! I'm going to take a sip from my Project Things mug. You go ahead and explain what it is that we're doing and why we're doing this different episode where 
You introduced me. Well, so, so many people have asked me personally, and I know some of them asked you too, to like flip the script. Yes. And this time, I'll be the one interviewing you. Yes. Although usually you're the one interviewing other people. Yes. And I know it makes you so nervous. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. So while I'm asking you questions that some of you people um, asked me mm -hmm. uh, to ask you, we'll be trying some snacks that I brought from home. Yes. Yes, some of them you've tried, some of them you haven't. So I don't Most think I've of tried any of, of the ones that are here yeah. right there now. There are like though. two that you already tried, but… Yeah, just make sure Most you talk into you the mic. <laughs> Most of them you didn't try. Um, so while I'm asking you questions, we'll try some snacks. You'll give me your opinion yes. awesome. on the snacks. Yeah, they're non-American snacks. We're going to try them. I'm also uh, dairy-free. Uh, I'm allergic to dairy, so I can't eat dairy. So a lot of these are either vegan or just dairy-free, I guess you yes. could call it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would be labeled as vegan. but uh, So I'm looking forward to that. There's some chocolate stuff. There's some chips. There's different kinds of snacks. It's going to be a good time. So Snack, Snack time. <laughs> what is this called? It's called literally fish fish. Fish fish. Neighbor. All right. <laughs> and it's got Dory from Finding Nemo on it. So... <laughs> That's great. You know, it's finding Have you ever tried it when you ate dairy stuff? Yeah. Oh, like so gold, you know? goldfish is what we would call it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What is this? Like childproof? Jesus. <laughs> All right. Are you going to eat too? Yeah, they taste like goldfish, but they're not. Our goldfish here are like cheddar, I believe. Maybe this is why you cannot eat it. It is why I can't eat it. Because <laughs> it's got milk and stuff. They, they have other ones, but. Those are plain. Just crackers. Yeah. They taste like. Slightly like a pretzel. I, I don't know. No. Well, it does to me because okay. those are my taste buds. ASMR is going <laughs> to love this. Let's get some questions. First question given to you by Captain Spidey 614 Nice. Yes, and he wants to know, what drove you into the podcast? And What drove you insane? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what drove you into the podcast and the entertainment side of cosplay? So I started this with, um, I started this with, uh, Juicebox, Captain Juicebox on, on Instagram, Captain underscore Juicebox on Instagram. We originally started this together, um, just straight out out of a love for wanting to talk about Marvel, for wanting to talk about DC, for wanting to highlight cosplayers. Because the one thing that we always did, even when we were making our, 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 our groundwork, our footing and everything, was we always had a cosplay of the week no matter what. Every single episode. And don't go back and watch those first episodes, please. <laughs> but um, we... We, it actually happened just because we were on a drive to Vegas, actually. And um, I was, some people may know that I have a history in the music industry. Some don't, I don't really talk about it that often, but I was no longer involved in that, no longer working with those people. And I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I think it was like two or three years had passed. And I was in this like weird gray area of not knowing what I wanted to do next. And Juice and I, <laughs> I hate this story kind of because I see it like on TikTok. I see it on social media. It's the, people always make fun of people that want to get into podcasting because they'll be like, just because you and your friends have interesting conversations in car rides doesn't mean you should start a podcast. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> we were in a car on our way to Vegas and we we're just having interesting, interesting conversations. And we thought we always had interesting conversations. And we were like, we might as well take those funny conversations that we had because comedy was always a big part of it and uh, the love for like nerd stuff and all that kind of shit and put it into a talking format and a show. And my goal was always like to make it entertaining though, not just a, two dudes sitting there talking about random shit, which it is, but I always wanted to make it more entertaining and separate it from everything else. So, you know, focus on cosplayers, a cosplay of the week, every episode. And, you know, like I said, the beginning days, uh, 
it, it, it didn't find its footing till way later, but that's with anything in life. You know what I mean? You, you keep going, you progress, you move forward and blah, blah, blah. And it turns into what it is now. So, I mean, that's what drove me to want to do it is to just, I was in between what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, me and a, me and a friend thought that we were funny and had good conversations. And I wanted to do something where I could shine with my geekdom, with my nerddom, with my gaming, my love for cosplay, my love for everything in pop culture. And, uh, and it, and it turned into what it is. We're here today. And we are here today. <laughs> next question. Part of the next question is similar to Captain Spidey, but I still think it has its differences. So it comes from Majestic Dog One. Previous cosplay of the week. <laughs> um, how did you become interested in your field? And can you share any lesson or mistakes you've learned along the way? I've always been interested in like, uh, this is weird <laughs> to, like, to be on the other side of this. I've always been interested in it. Like, like I said in the last question, I've always, it's just always been a part of my life ever since a child. My father introduced me into like a lot of pop culture stuff. He was a huge fan of the X-Men. He introduced me to the X-Men comics. That's like one of the first memories that I have of like anything superhero. Uh, I think maybe like besides Batman, maybe, you know what I mean? Again, I just wanted a place where I could talk about those things with like-minded people. And what was the other part of the question? Um, if you have any lessons or mistakes that you've learned along the way? Um, mistakes? I don't know. Let me think about that. Lessons, um, for sure. In my personal opinion, uh, I think everybody knows about this. If you just tune into the show, you don't, you don't ever see it. Um, don't talk about politics. Don't talk about politics. Don't get mixed into those things that bring drama, that bring negativity, uh, no matter what side you may be on. To me, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Don't worry about that. That does that. Behind the scenes stuff. It's, it's back. It's back. It's the monitor. Um, it, it does that. I don't know why it does that. I got to fix it. I don't get involved in politics. I don't get involved in gender stuff. I don't get involved in race. I don't, I don't touch on any of that. I don't talk about any of that. I don't focus on any of that because one of the things that this show was always uh, meant to be also was uh, a place to escape. I always talked about that. I always talked about in the, be in the early days of this show is doing it a lot. Uh, it's never yeah. done it that many times. It, it keeps going for anybody that's like, what are they talking about? The, it keeps <laughs> going on and off. The monitor keeps going on and off. But I, I always wanted this to be a place to escape. And I was always open and honest in the very beginning days that, you know, I dealt with mental health stuff. I dealt with anxiety, insomnia, depression. I've always uh, had that ever since a kid. And the last couple years, I haven't talked about it as much uh, just because the show kind of went in a different direction, but also because I, I've done all that I could to really get a handle on all of those things. And I've done several different things to get a handle on those things. So I haven't been as vocal about it. Unfortunately, I say unfortunately, because I think it's a cool thing to be vocal about, but, um, and not like cool, like, Oh yeah, fucking awesome dude. Like, not like that, but just like, <laughs> it, cause there's so many different people, especially in the cosplay community mm -hmm. that are dealing with stuff all the time and not yeah. knowing that other people are dealing with it too. And you're not alone. So like, uh, this, the reason I don't talk about all those things and different lessons that I've learned is, uh, because this is supposed to be a place to escape. And when you start including all of those things, it's no longer a place to escape. The world is full of nonsense day in and day out. The world, world is full of bullshit day in and day out. Why are you going to come here and deal with that same shit that you're trying to escape from? Mm -hmm. So next question. Another question by Majestic. What advices would you give to someone starting out in your industry? Just do it. <laughs> like it's so typical. I know. Um, just do it though. Like just do it. It's not going to be what you want it to be when you first start out. It's going to nowhere near it. It took me three years in my personal opinion to get to where I felt. I mean, I was comfortable. Don't get me wrong, but to get to where I truly felt like when I watched it back 
comfortable with watching it back. Because the one thing that I always do is I watch every single episode back. I mean, I edit them too, you know what I mean? So I'm watching it when I'm editing it. But after I watch every single episode back every single time. And um, it, 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 it wasn't until uh, like three years that I really felt like, oh man, okay, like I've got something. Like this is cool and it's resonating with people. So my advice is uh, do it. Don't procrastinate it. I procrastinated for, like for three years of my life, not knowing what I wanted to do and realizing that it was this. Um, and then it took me, like I said, another three years to feel like I'm at where I'm at now. And also within those three years to get recognized by other companies, which really solidified the fact like, okay, I know what I'm doing, you know, like not in a cocky way, but like, obviously if people are coming this direction, then I know that I've got something and there's always room for improvement. But, um, like those beginning episodes, those early episodes, and even when juice left and it became solo, um, I was, I was constantly finding my footing. So don't get discouraged, stick with it. And it's not going to be what you want it to be for a very long time. Snack Snack time. (laughs) What is this? Um, well, it's really, wait, I've had this. I know. I told you that you tried this before. Is it a different flavor? Yeah. Okay, what is it? Okay, we'll need to explain. The- this is the original. This is the best one. It's like a fusilli, um, and it tastes it's kind like, of like... Um, like It's called I'm trying to think flavor, of what people but- may recognize. There's like a chili cheese Fritos or like a honey something Fritos, and if anybody's ever had those, it, it, that's where I would say it's in the ballpark. This one, the one so, that you're holding. This is... The one, the original one, it's called Beastly. It's really good. Um, and and it comes in other flavors. So it's called this Beastly. is a flavor we, are, we called grill. It's not grill. Um, but this is a barbecue flavor. Barbecue flavor. It's right. a different shape, same concept. What's it called? Beastly. Beastly? Yeah, which translates, like, <laughs> which translates literally into a bite for myself. A bite for myself? Yeah, it's like, you know, you just you bite it. I can't have any for myself. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, Speed this shit up! <laughs> okay, another, another. An anonymous question. I'm going to fail reading this one. Read it slow. It's okay. <laughs> Second grade. Second grade reading. Come on. Come on. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? <laughs> 42. Next question. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? Can you explain this to me? What? What's with this American question? It's what a, is that? A woodchuck is like a little, a little animal. Okay, and it chucks wood. Could it could be? It could. If it, it, <laughs> how much would it chuck if it could? Because it could. We got to figure out how much it would if it could. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Next question. I know since the podcast has become more cosplay focused, you always talk about how sometimes you like to have conversation with guests about other things outside of cosplay. For example, yes. your last episode with Jeff Jenkins. Yes. Um, was mainly about cosplay photography because he's well, a photographer. Yeah. Um, but you guys did speak about horror, something the both of you like. Yes, he had really cool horror photography. Um, <laughs> yeah. And as well Pennywise, as, Pinhead. Mm-hmm. As well as gaming. Yes, we talked um, about Diablo. And I think Assassin's Creed too. Yeah, we did talk about Assassin's Creed, I think too. Um, yes, Jeff, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> Go ahead, I won't waste time. Go ahead. <laughs> this is already going on too long. Okay. Um, so gaming, yes, yeah, something that your show used to focus on uh, much more yeah. and still does from time to time. Yeah. So with that, we have some gaming-related questions. I like it. You like that? Hub Arenas, he wants to know, 
What Splinter Cell games have you been playing? I have no idea what Splinter Cell games are. Splinter Cell is an awesome game. I haven't been playing any for uh, a long time, but uh, the first one, I think, I think it's the first one that was always my favorite. And I have very fond memories of playing it. I believe on it was on PS2, which I have a PS2 back here, right here, right underneath my Mace Windu hilt. I don't have the lightsaber. Somebody promised to buy it for me when we were at Disneyland. <laughs> I'll get you one. And she didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That conversation never happened. Splinter Cell. Uh, no, Splinter Cell is an awesome game. It's kind of like um, like spy, spy type, type stuff. You know Metal Gear Solid? Do you know Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. All right. Well. I'm not much of a gamer. I'm sorry. Splinter Cell is my favorite one. I haven't been playing any Splinter Cells for a long time, though. I got to dive back into it like Michael Phelps. Next question. Okay. The next question is an anonymous question. What games have you been playing lately? Super Mario Wonder. Um, <laughs> Why am I not surprised? We played it too. Yes. We played it too. I failed miserably. She turned, no, you didn't. You did fine. She <laughs> turned into an elephant. That's not an elephant. But, um, yeah, no, Super Mario Wonder. Uh, Fortnite with the boys. I've been playing Fortnite. 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 I've been playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, every now and then we dabble back into Halo Infinite as well. Um, and that's kind of all I really had time for lately. Mm. Everybody knows I've been moving. I've been doing stuff. There was conventions that we were going to. And they, now you're here. We were doing it. It's all, it's all your Christmas and the holidays. Like yeah. I still haven't played Diablo, the most recent one. I really want to get on that. Uh, people are probably going to kill me for this, but I still haven't played <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, and everybody knows I'm a giant Zelda fan. Uh, obviously, there's all kinds of Zelda stuff. <laughs> obviously. And um, um, those are at the top of my list right now. Question. I like all the 90s Sega ads. He posts on stories. Yeah, I like those too. Ask him why such a love for Sega. Why? Dude, Tell us why. Because Sega's like the... Uh, they're one of the originators, dudes. Sonic the Hedgehog. They started, we came out with Nintendo, Sega. They had the console wars. I lived through it. It was absolutely awesome. I loved it. Uh, Sega was like the more edgy, as you can see in all the 90s uh, stories that I post. They were more edgy. They were more. Uh, they were taking more risks. They weren't as fam family friendly because it was more catered towards uh, teens and everything. And I love that aspect, which I, it didn't really matter to me at the time. Like I wasn't like like Nintendo or Sega. I was both. I'm a huge Mario fan. I'm a huge Zelda fan. I love everything Nintendo. Uh, but Sega was like the, uh, I don't know, they, 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 they just had that like with the black consoles, dude, you know what I mean? Nintendo had like the gray consoles, they had like the uh, white consoles later, and like Sega, well, I guess Sega Dreamcast had was white as well, but they had like everything about them was just edgy and fast, and like I love the, the ads when they were going at Nintendo, like they were going hard at their competition, and it was the time for that. Now, I don't think it's the time for that. I think now is the time where everybody could come together. But back then, it was like the time for it. It was like, the, it was the 90s. Like, how could you not love Sega? And then later into the 2000s, or I guess technically 9999, I still remember to this day, uh, Sega Dreamcast, one of the best consoles ever a very, very long time ago, <laughs> back when Juice was still on the pod. We did a Sega Dreamcast episode with um, gaming memories. That's a person. And, um, it, we, where we, we went super in-depth with everything Sega Dreamcast. And I still say to this day, Sega Dreamcast was an underrated console ahead of its time. If you just look at everything that it did, the little uh, VMUs uh, that you had, that you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, no idea. The little VMUs <laughs> that you had that go into the controller had a screen on it, which Nintendo did later ahead of its time. What, the um, little cards that you insert? Yeah, yeah, okay. like the one that's right. You can't see. So I'm not yeah, going to pull it out, but there's about. a memory card right there. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah, but this one were different and you put it into the controller and it also had like a little screen on it, you know? You know, you remember, you remember the what? Wii U? Yeah. And the, and the Nintendo well, Switch? Yeah. You can hold it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it has a screen, but it had like a little one on it and it just displayed like 
information maybe in the game or like little things and you could pop it out and you could play little mini games on it. It oh. had a little D-pad and, and an A and B button. I think okay. and, a, and a start button, maybe a, 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 oh shit, a select button. I think it would be back then. I don't know. And you could play little things on it. And then like, who remembers the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, the chows, you could raise your chows kind of like a uh, Tamagotchi. Tamaguchi. Tamaguchi? Yeah. It's a Japanese word. Like it's two words, but yeah. Tamagotchi. I love it how you Americans say stuff. It's Tamaguchi. It's Tamagotchi. It's Tamaguchi. It's always been. <laughs> we will find out later. We will check it out and we will come back to you. <laughs> Ahead of its time. If you even look at the controllers for the Sega Dreamcast, kind of reminiscent <laughs> of what uh, Xbox ended, do, ended up doing with the first Xbox controllers and then therefore kind of paved the way for what controllers are now. Sega Dreamcast had it, man. They had it all. Next question. Uh, I, I thought we'll try another thing. Okay. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> Snack time. As I said, this the one we tried before comes in different flavors. And now I'm going to give you one. Pizza All right, give flavor. me two. Let's speed this up. So you have this one, supposedly pizza flavored. I don't think it's pizza flavored. It's still dairy free, huh? It's still, it's everything is dairy free. Okay. And chips, because I know you love chips. Do you think it's pizza flavored? Like little, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they chose these cubes no, as shapes. Like pizza. But not a pizza. Doesn't taste anything like pizza. Yeah. I don't know what it tastes like. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like uh, which no one's gonna know this. Um, it tastes like the uh, falafel ones that you gave me before that I tried that don't taste anything like falafel. It tastes a little bit different, but yeah, I think they're yeah. the And what is this? It's chips. Wavy. It's chips. Talking to the mic. A little bit, a little bit um, spicy. Try it. You love Wavy chips. Wavy chips, but what is it called? Like, what is it? It's our version of Lay's. It's like, how how does the the, the What's taste? What's the flavor? Okay, it's a Mexican flavor. It's not helping. It's not helping at <laughs> this all. This is literally what what it says, Mexican. It has no spice whatsoever, and it just tastes like a Lay's chip. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. I know it. You don't need to teach me. It's so good, though. There's no spice whatsoever. You need to put your tongue on the chip. Let it, you know, sink in. Let let the flavor sink come. in. Give it another shot. I gave it two. Next question. Next question. Okay, so the next question is another anonymous question. At what point did you realize you were made for hosting? Today. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Let me eat. No, uh, I don't know. Um, two, three years into doing this. All right. Um, when, obviously, when you see numbers go up, when you see views, when you see subscriptions, when you see people wanting to come on, when you see people wanting to have conversations, when companies reach out, when things like that happen, it, it makes you realize, like, like I said earlier in the episode, like, oh, okay, I must have something. At least I know I've got something, you know? I mean, same thing for any cosplayers out there, right? If a company wants to reach out and wants to sponsor you to do something, obviously that means you're doing something correct, right? With anything in life, with any job that you do, if others reach out, want to be a part of it, or if you're able to make money off of it, or if you're able to do something with it in any sort of capacity, that obviously lets you know you're doing something correct. So, I don't know. Well, you're doing something correct. Thank you. Questions, questions. Again, anonymous. Why aren't you asking questions with your names? Yeah, what the fuck? Are you scared? Anyways, yeah, you and this dude deserves the world. 
And I'm happy you found one another. Oh. <laughs> Ask him uh, with all his success with the companies he's worked for, how did he get those opportunities? And if okay. people, you know, if people don't know, I assume what they're referring to is, you know, all the companies you worked for in the past, all the project you've worked outside of this podcast, like, I guess, Anime Fire that you've been to, composing for Anime Fire, uh, your convention work, singing for the official theme of the Power Rangers, you know, stuff like that. With Anime Fire, the company that I worked for where I had my show Anime Talks and everything, um, the way that that worked out was that I had a couple cosplayers on that kind of ran in that circle um, with NerdBot Studios and Anime Fire. And um, then Colin K. Bass, had seen the show, one of the, one of the shows that I, one of the episodes that I did with Corruption Cosplay and Corruption Jake also uh, previously worked with Anime Fire and Nerdbot Studios and doing Power Rangers stuff. He was Lord Draken. They did like some Star Wars stuff as well in the past. Colin had seen that episode and wanted to come on the show and talk about his stuff and talk with me and et cetera, et cetera. We did that episode. And in the middle of that episode, Colin like kind of hijacked the episode a little bit briefly and um, was like, hey man, like, you're really good at this. And like, we started talking and he offered me a job in the moment on, on the show. And, uh, and then after the show, we talked, uh, you know, for a longer period. And then we eventually met in person. And then I think it was like three, four months before we ended up announcing anything, but I had already been working with them behind the scenes and doing a couple things and coming up with different ideas. And they were, uh, transitioning over to anime fire and focusing a little bit more on anime stuff. And, uh, they gave me a show over there. I did, uh, kind of like what you said, I did composing and I did film work and I did a bunch of different things over there for the duration that I was there. And, uh, and it was a good time. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of how that happened. He just, he saw the show and it, 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 um, domino effect it into other things. And then, um, same thing with like the conventions, uh, they, they saw the stuff that I did with the shows. They asked me to come to do, do conventions and, that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess people just see the show. Short answer is people see the show and then like singing for, um, singing for Power Rangers Cavaliers. That's because of Review Time Productions and I have done a lot of Power Rangers stuff. I've done a lot of Power Rangers themes and um, uh, uh, JP who owns Review Time Productions and does Power Rangers Cavaliers and a bunch of different audiobooks and stuff, which go check them out. They're absolutely amazing. Uh, reached out to me and asked if I wanted to um, make music and do something for their theme song. And uh, usually I do a lot of composing, but he wanted me to do my musical stuff that I used to do with like lyrics and singing and voice. And he asked me, can you sing it? So I sang it, we shot it, I edited it, we put it out. Woo. And it got praise from the original composer of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. Um, yee. Yee. Oh, there will be no need to fear. Let the future till you're in the clear. Whenever you feel like evil's here. Call on the knights, the Cavaliers. Go, go, Rangers, Cavaliers. Go, go, Rangers, Cavaliers. Go, go, uh, When it comes to hosting the podcast or like, you know, your interviews on the show or hosting conventions. What are the differences between, you know, all of them? Do you get nervous when it comes to live? The difference is, um, here doing, doing, doing the, uh, just throw that back in there. <laughs> just act like I didn't. Uh, the difference is with like doing the show here is, um, everything's pre-recorded. So everything is pre-recorded. I have control of everything, even though it's like a pretty much a one-man show besides Chario when he is here. Um, I have control of everything. I can improv stuff in the moment, which is 
which is I, I, the way that I, I mean, I can improv stuff live as well. And I'll get into that. But the way that I improv things here in the moment, like I will have like my ideas and my scripts and my notes and things that I'm going to ask guests and everything. But if it goes in a different direction, I have the, what's the word I'm looking for? I have the, um, What's the word I'm looking for? When you like feel You're asking comfortable. <laughs> when you feel comfortable knowing that you have like, I have like a backup plan in the fact that I can edit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if something goes wrong, I know that I can improv the moment. And if it doesn't work out improv, improv, improv imp, if it doesn't work out improvisationally, I don't know if that's a word. If it doesn't work out, the improvisation doesn't work out. I know that I can fix it in editing. So I always have a backup plan. Whereas a live event you can't. It's live. It's not pre-recorded. You're not editing anything. It's in the moment. You've got a live audience. You're dealing with, because um, I've done conventions where I'm dealing with celebrities. I've done conventions where it's cosplayers. I've done fan stuff where it's it's just like a basically a, just fans, like a fans and audience coming up and I'm interviewing them and I'm doing stuff or you know we have certain guest um, panelists and whatnot. So I've done several different live events, several different convention stuff, and um, that's always live in the moment. So you cannot edit anything. Your improvisational skills have to be a thousand percent on point because if something doesn't go the way that you have, like for instance, I'll give an example. A lot of the time when I did these uh, conventions, when I do panels, a lot of the times I'll have all my questions, I have my ideas, and then I, I improv a lot of shit. So like when I'm there, I, I, it all kind of depends on how the guest or the panelist will answer something, which is also kind of reminiscent of doing it here in the moment. Um, but live, a lot of the times I'll have, okay, for instance, I did um, Death Note. I'm kind of known as the Death Note guy in the anime world, right? I've done like several different Death Note panels. Um, the first time I believe it was that I interviewed them live at Anime Pasadena, sold out crowd, it was absolutely amazing. They answered like three of my questions in a row before I even asked it. Like I had asked a question and then in that answer, they also covered without knowing um, three more questions. So I was like, oh shit. Cause you have to fill a certain time. You know what I mean? You have like about 55 minutes, you know, that you have to fill. And then I always give about anywhere between, it depends on time and how long they answer. There's a lot of different things with live too that you can't control, such as how long their answers are, how long they talk, and you have a limited amount of time. Whereas here, um, I can kind of go as long as I want. It's me, it's my show, you know what I mean? And I always know that I can edit it down. So I asked the question, they answered like three of them, and then I was like, damn, dude. And I always give like about 10 to 20, 10 to 25 minutes, depending on the uh, the panel, of audience questions too. So I'm gauging everything, and I'm like, damn, they just answered all of that. Like, dude, that's going to kill. And there's four of them too. You know what I mean? There was, there was four of them. So I know that my questions are going to take up a certain amount of time guesstimated because four of them have to answer unless it's a question that is directly for only one of them. So they answered all of it, and I had to improv to kill that time. You know what I mean? I don't have any other option and you have to improv. So I was like, just as they're talking, you have to multitask, listen to what they're saying, just in case they say something that requires a follow-up or they even say something that requires you to answer. Maybe they're like saying something and they're like, you know what I mean? And you can't just be like, huh, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? What did you say? So you have to be listening and then multitasking. And while I'm doing that, I have to improv and think, how am I going to fill this three question slot allotted time to make up for the time that I just lost? You know, so I'm listening to what they're saying while I'm like, okay, now what am I going to ask? How am I going to pivot and still keep it intriguing for the audience as well and impactful in a, to, to bring out an impactful question to bring out the best in the guest to, in order for them to give a solid answer and entertaining enough for the audience to still be intrigued. So live events are much harder, but, uh, I enjoy them 
because I love being on stage. I love being in front of a crowd. I love hyping up the crowd. My panels, if you've ever been to them, are very different. It's more like a goddamn concert. <laughs> I like hype the crowd up for the first five to 10 minutes before the crowd, before the, um, the panelists come out. And, um, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a really good time. And I, I just love it. I love it. I, and I do get nervous. I get nervous before every single show, uh, live or even here. I still get nervous. Uh, but those nerves go away within the first like two to five minutes. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets nervous. Oh, the questions, the questions, the questions. Next question. Next question. Another question by Majestic Dot One. Who do you want to see play the new Batman and also Wolverine? I seriously don't have anybody for Batman. I have nobody in mind whatsoever. Um, but for Wolverine, um, what's his name? I always thought that, uh, damn, dude, I can't think of it right now. Um, who did they have that that was cast a few times? Rumors. Do you remember any? No. Shit. For Wolverine? Yes, I've talked about it before too. Um, damn it. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Damn, Josh, that's a really good question. Previous cosplay of the week over here. And I can't think of it, uh, but I am going to say that. What's his name? Taron something? Egerton? Egerton? Is that his name? I thought he was, he, he, he could be a good fit. Um, what's his name who played Harry Potter? Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe. If he got even bigger and bulkier and even crazier and he did it, maybe, but I don't really think so 100%. No, no. <laughs> uh, but I think it would be good to have uh, like as if it was like a cameo as a multiversal Wolverine. Hmm. Yes. Okay. That's all I can think of right now. Next question. Superhero films are declining. Declining. Declining, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you think we will see a rise again? Will they remain? What will take their place if not? That's a very good question. That is an amazing question. Uh, they really suck. It's my honest <laughs> to God opinion right now. They suck. I'm not having fun. They're not fun. They, I don't like them. They're cheesy. They're boring. Uh, the, the fighting even sucks. The choreography sucks. The CGI sucks. I'm sorry. I hate to be so negative. You guys know, kind of know my stance on it, but I've never been that outright and straightforward mm -hmm. about it. But they suck, dude. They suck right now. And I, I'm very disappointed. They're, especially Disney with Marvel, they're taking this super cheesy route, this super political route, this super co uh, comedic route. And there's nothing wrong with comedy. I love it. But there's a time and place for it. And then also, you can still do the comedy. Look at the Iron Man movies. Comedy was done perfectly. Even the Avengers movies, comedy was done perfectly. Um, even Captain America movies. And those were like very serious movies that dealt with a lot of shit, right? Even Winter Soldier. Yep. But Chris Evans as Captain America always had some funny one-liners every now and then, right? They're like little sarcastic whips. Really funny. That is gone. It's gone. It's just super, super cheesy and I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, I think it's possible that we'll see a rise again. I think everything is, as far as Marvel, is in a super disastrous mode right now. Jonathan Majors and his stuff going on. Um, Although Loki was nice. Oh, Loki Season was two. amazing. Loki was phenomenal. And there was a couple other things sprinkled yeah. in that weren't horrible. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, like She-Hulk, what are we doing? You know, like the Captain Marvel stuff, what are we doing? I like She-Hulk. No, what? <laughs> God, dude, haven't dared. I'm done. I'm done, dude. <laughs> Um, will we see a rise again? I think we could have. I think there's a possibility if they do Fantastic Four right and they, they could they could make up yeah. for themselves. If they don't ruin the X-Men, they could really make up for themselves. But the X-Men has to be done in the same vibes as Iron Man, Captain America, the Avengers, Spider-Man even. I'll throw it in, which I know is kind of controversial for some people. It has to be done in those same vibes. The mm -hmm. X-Men are near and dear to everybody's heart, yep. especially mine. I'm a giant X-Men fan. If they fuck that up, it's over, man. It's over. It's done. As far as Marvel. DC, I don't know. I could talk about DC forever with James Gunn and all that stuff, and we're running out of time, so I won't. What'll take their place, if not? The gaming. Gaming industry. 
Yeah, Super Mario, the Nintendo uh, Cinematic Universe. If they do it, I've done a whole episode with uh, the gaming duo on that. Um, if you want to go check that out, it's well, kind of outdated start, now, but it's still know, fun. Movies like Sonic and stuff. Sonic, like that. Mario, all of this. Donkey too. Kong bringing Yoshi into Mario. They're doing a Zelda uh, film. Uh, gaming. I think gaming is going to be at all time high right now, where they're finally going to have. There's a stigma around gaming. Um, movies and films, you know, and whatnot, that they don't do good, you know, but you've got series like The Witcher, which was a big mistake letting Henry Cavill go or him choosing to go. I don't even know what happened anymore, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, great, great show. Uh, I think that that'll, that'll really take off. I think there's a huge, huge potential for gaming and film. But what I do think is, bringing it back to superheroes real quick, things like Invincible are doing absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. The boys are doing absolutely awesome. And I think those two shows go to show you that we don't want, and I'm going to say we, but I'm speaking generally. It's not every Everybody, that we don't want things like Captain Marvel. We don't want things like Miss Marvel. We don't want things like the cheesy comedy in the Marvels. We don't want things like the cheesy comedy and She-Hulk twerking in an office in She-Hulk. We don't want those things. I think it goes to show the success of Invincible and the boys. And again, I'm speaking generally for the people that I spoke to and for myself. Uh, their success shows, uh, there's a reason why those are so much more successful than anything Marvel or DC have been doing lately let's all do something radical uh, let's break up the monotony and let's get into this week's cosplay of the week oh and this week's cosplay of the week is none other than amazon.daniela spelled exactly how it sounds and i'm throwing it up on the screen right about now uh, and this is another long time coming and this is absolutely amazing can you scroll up a little bit for me please Nah, a little bit down, a little bit down, other way, up, there we go, all right, we're looking at a screen, um, this is Amazon Daniela's Miss Marvel, and I know, I know before this, I just kind of totally shit on Miss Marvel, but this is Amazon Daniela's Miss Marvel, and this is absolutely amazing, dude, everything about this is just perfect, got the logo up there, Miss Marvel, it looks amazing, the yellow background, the logo, the big logo in the background as well, uh, the edit, is by Cosfix underscore, that's C-O-S-P-H-I-X underscore, and she's got the, um, I always forget like what uh, her powers are actually called, but you know, like the kind of like elastic thing. Now I'm thinking of Elastic Girl, but you know what <laughs> I mean? Like the stretchy stuff that Miss Marvel does, and uh, this is perfect, and it's a, it's, a, it's a rendition. The photo is by E-Wide, spelled exactly how it sounds, on Instagram as well, and the photo is a rendition from a, a, an art piece or maybe a, a comic cover. I'm not quite sure what exactly it's from, um, but they did it complete justice. It's one of the best edits that I've seen of somebody doing like one of those, uh, you know, uh, like like a Fantastic Four, like, a, you know what I mean? And Miss Marvel, like one of the uh, Mr. Fantastic, you know, thing that they, I can't remember what is that, what that power is called. Yeah. The stretching ability, you know what I mean? Elongated man. Elongated man. <laughs> girl. Elongated man. Who knows anymore, man? And I want to throw up another one and we're throwing it up on the screen. Right about- <laughs> No, and it is of her uh, Green Lantern. Equally amazing. Got to show some love to Marvel. Show some love to DC. The edit is perfectly phenomenal. Scroll for me again so I can see who it's by. Uh, the, uh, we're going way too far. Let's keep it where it needs to be. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have previous cosplay of the week and previous guest, Paper Moon Cosplay here. And we're doing an episode where she's actually flipping the script and interviewing me because I always interview everybody. She's interviewing me. And so far, it's going perfectly swell. Um... The photo is by uh, Irie McIntosh, spelled exactly how it sounds. All right, well, I'll spell it out, actually. It's I-R-I-E-M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. 
And the edit is by Pixel Lens. Shout out to Pixel Lens, mentioned here various times. Woo! And the suit is by Super Geek underscore designs underscore costumes. And it's just perfect. Everything about it. Once again, another rendition from a comic strip. Um, and just done amazing. Scroll up a little bit again so I can see a little bit more of her action one. It's perfect, dude. The ring, the lantern, the lighting effects and everything with the big glow in the background. It's just perfect, man. And I just want to throw up uh, while we round it out real quick, uh, an honorable mention, honorable mention, and I'm throwing that up on the screen now. And it's the third photo again of her green lantern though. And this one doesn't have like a lot of edits and everything. And I kind of actually like that. Again, nothing wrong with either or, but this is just a really cool, like super high quality photo from Irie McIntosh as well. And it's just like her atop a building down, you know, it's superhero pose of course. But what's really cool about it, whether this was purposely done or not, is the actual green lighting of the building in the background. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. my imaginary, uh, you know, my, my super imaginative mind. It just makes me feel like maybe she constructed that building and that's like <laughs> the Green Lantern Corp building. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, boom, I live here! You know, something <laughs> like that. You got anything you want to say before we round this segment out? Yeah, she's amazing. She's a very nice person. I love her cosplays. Very good job. Very precise. That was it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're not, please go follow Amazon Daniela. Spelled exactly how it sounds. It's Amazon.Daniela on Instagram because Amazon Daniela, Daniela. Let's try that again. Amazon Daniela, your Miss Marvel and Green Lantern cosplay for, of the week for me and Paper Moon cosplay is... It's a new year. Amazing. <laughs> Snack time. Okay, let's try something sweet. All right. This is my favorite, and you have to try it. Oh, we don't have a napkin or anything, because I'm not going to eat the whole thing. I know what this is. I'll eat the rest of it. What? <laughs> but we need a them. napkin or something, seriously. You don't need a napkin. I have your something. I have, I'm I have very OCD something. about my new awesome table. Toilet paper? This is all I have here. <laughs> You'll have to do with that. <laughs> okay, while he does his whatever. Okay, explain what it is. Um, this called Crembo, which means cream inside of it. Um, yeah, we did that earlier. <laughs> I knew you would say something like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's the most amazing thing. It only comes out in the winter. Um, okay. So I love it terribly. Do you want to try it first? Okay, yeah. And so am I supposed to just... <laughs> or people, do I break it apart? Most people do just bite, the first, bite it from the top and then they know. eat the biscuit like at the lot, bottom. Dude. It feels like a lot. I eat it like a weirdo. But. All right. I'm going to go for this. All right. <laughs> Bring your napkin. You have to go bring you a napkin. I usually don't like stuff like this, to be honest with you. And I'm not big on sweets. But ever since it's you, the best thing ever. All I eat are sweets now. Yeah, this is this is not this is not bad at all. It's very light. I told it's you, super light. it's perfect. All right, next thing. Great. Okay. Next question. Ask me a question, and give me something to eat. Okay, I'll give you another something to eat while I'm asking you a question. Right. These are. Do you know when you eat like a cone ice cream? And yeah. Then it's only like in the end you have the chocolates. Yeah. In the end, so this is only yeah. the tips. These are only the tips. I know you guys have it in America, yeah, but this is vegan. <laughs> okay. This bag um, will give you just the tip. <laughs> Next question. The Side Project podcast only interviewed DC cosplayers. Seems a lot of the same people in a um, in a specific circle are mentioned or featured. Do you want to branch out to other fandoms and cosplayers not in the circle in 2024? Did you like it? Yeah, this is really good. Yeah. Um, does Side Project Podcast only interview DC cosplayers? No. Seems like a lot of the same people in a specific circle are mentioned or featured. I don't believe so. 
Do you want to branch out to other fandoms and cosplayers not in the, in the circle in 2024? Yes. As far as branching out to other fandoms and cosplayers, of course. So um, I hope I didn't sound rude with the way I was saying that. Um, what I'm guessing, I don't know who this is from because it's anonymous, is that this is probably a newer viewer, is my guess. Um, and what I'm guessing is what you've been seeing lately is probably a lot of the people that you saw me with at DragonCon, right? A lot of videography for a lot of people at DragonCon, a lot of videography for a lot of people at New York Comic-Con. And then the same people that I've been doing a lot of videography for have been currently a lot of the same people that have been guests on the show mm -hmm. or featured as cosplays of the week on the show. So it may seem like it's a lot of the same circle, but I beg to differ. If you go back and you look at, it was 155 episodes, dude, 156 here. Mm -hmm. um, that's 156 different cosplays of the week. It's not 156 different guests because the show started differently, but it's an amalgamation. And before it turned into a lot more just cosplay, um, I had, I had guests that were streamers. I had guests that were gamers. I had guests that were from the FX network. I had guests that were filmmakers and everything in between from photographers as well to cosplayers and, and, and people that do more than just one thing. Cosplayers that are also filmmakers, whether they're directors or writers or actors or anything. So there definitely is a big mixture. I will agree that lately it may look like it because of what I said. A lot of people from Dragon Con, a lot of people from New York Comic Con, but um, but but no, it's not just like I'm not just purposely catering to a, a certain circle. There's so many people, and for those that don't know, I always say things like "long time coming" because it is a long time coming. Which I always say like this year's theme was "long time coming" for 2023, but <laughs> 2023, <laughs> 2024 is going to be "long time coming" part two because there's still so many people, and I always say I have so many cosplayers saved in the vault. If you ever see me say that or hear me say that or see me write it on Instagram, what that means is I'm the literal Instagram feature where you can save. I have so many cosplayers saved that I want to have as guests or featured as a cosplay of the week. And what I tend to do, if anybody hasn't picked up on is I'll feature you as a cosplay of the week first, and then I'll have you on the show. So it's like a follow-up in my eyes. It's the way, I, it's, the, I don't know, it's the way that it ended up happening. And then I kind of just stuck with it. Um, and then as far as like uh, only DC cosplayers, Man, there's just a lot of DC cosplayers. Dude. Like, <laughs> I, I really do feel like we had this conversation coincidentally. Well, I think at Disneyland, mm -hmm. we were just talking about random shit. And I personally feel like DC uh, takes up the majority of cosplay, in my personal opinion. I mean, yeah, I do I a cosplay so podcast. And like, and just like you said, the Side Project podcast only interview DC cosplayers. I don't, but there is a lot. Mm -hmm. Next question. Okay, I, I kept you the biscuit so you can try it. What is that? The That's end of the it? bottom. Part the bottom? Of this one. The bottom, the cream in it. Yeah, this tastes, uh, <laughs> this is really good. I know it's the best. It, it's, oh, that's good. I know. The bottom <gasps> is better. So good. The bottom kind of tastes like a brownie. No, it's not a brownie, it's a biscuit. But okay. I like how everything I say, she's like, <laughs> no, it's not that. You don't have it's your own taste buds. It tastes like what I wanted to taste like. These are that's really it. good. It's kind of like an Oreo, but not an Oreo, but it's just because yeah. that chocolate. Mm -hmm. uh, cream mix kind of gives it that but it's super light whereas Oreos are heavy. thick and heavy thick. Yeah. and the cream on this is super super light um, and then these are actually really good everybody kind of knows these like she said the, the chocolate and everything in it it's like you're eating the ice cream but you know the tip end moving on we love him for what he does for cosplay but ask him why what made him want to focus on cosplay when he doesn't cosplay himself yet true that you got to put the word yet on there. Yet. If you pay attention in the episodes, if you pay attention to some videography, if you pay attention to skits, you'll see my cosplays. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. But I haven't worn them yet. There's some things that we're working out, but um, they are being worked out. Yep. And they got delayed, unfortunately. <laughs> so what, what made him want to focus on cosplay? Yes. Because look at 
It's fucking awesome. Like, you guys are amazing. All the effort that goes into it, half the time you guys are doing stuff better than DC. You're doing it better than Marvel. Um, for instance, we just went to Disneyland and they had Spidey walking around and the suit was fucking horrible. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's true. She was trying to be nice. She's like, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It looked it like it was decent. bought in like a party city. I don't know if you don't have, you don't have party cities I've seen worse cosplays. It was pretty bad. You know what I mean? And I don't think he was wearing a face shell either. He was wearing a Was face he wearing shell. a face shell? It was just huge. <laughs> it was you know this I mean? big. You guys deserve it, dude. And all the work that goes into it, even if you don't craft anything or make anything yourself, you're still in the suit. You're in hot weather or you're in cold weather, freezing your ass off, hot right weather, now. sweating your ass off. You're sitting there for hours. You're doing video. I've done it for people. You're doing photography. You're there all day. You're going to conventions. You're loving it. It's that child in all of us as well. You know what I mean? It's the kid in all of us, whether you're doing it, partaking in it or not, a part of it in any sort of way, an admirer of it, a photographer, a videographer, an editor, uh, a prop maker, a suit maker, whatever it is that you may be, you all deserve to shine because of all the effort that you put into it just to have fun. Just to have fun because no matter who you are and what realm uh, of cosplay within the community that you're in, you did it originally out of fun. You did it out of fun, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that I've noticed with everybody. You did it out of fun. You did it for a love of normally pop culture and a lot of people play and dress up because you never really wanted to grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and so like it, it, it's, um, you, you deserve it. And like I said, another really big highlight is because half the time you guys are doing better than the movies. Thank Says you. a lot, dude. Thank you very much. Yeah. Next question. Okay, next question is by Alter Ego Cosplay Suits. Previous um, guest on the show. What's your dream job? This. Next question. <laughs> Another question by Alter Ego. How did you get into editing? Um, I actually always dabbled in like editing. I'm a big tech guy. I really like, like a, I like a lot of tech. I'm like huge on anything tech. I like it. Like even tech and vehicles. I'm intrigued by it. Any car I get in that I can play with that they let me, I'm playing with all this stuff and I'm doing everything. So I've always just been enamored by like enamored. Is that the word? Admire, enamored, intrigued. I don't know. By all of those things. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And I just, uh, I, I had to edit my own stuff. Anything that I made, when, when, you're, when you're doing this, you have to kind of be a one-man show, a jack-of-all-trades. So you have to learn everything. So I knew enough to get by, and as time went on, I learned a lot more. And then when I decided to delve into videography even more and actually really do it, I had to make sure I knew what I was doing. You know what I mean? So, which, uh, you know, one of, the, one, of the, one of the flaws that I do have is um, I'm not good with visual effects, you know? So that's something that I'm, that I'm still trying to learn. So, and that's a, that's a, that's a curve, so. It takes time. That's, that takes a lot of time. So shout out to anybody that's doing visual effects. Please hit me up um, because there's a lot of stuff that I, videography that I do and I want visual effects, but I have a hard time asking for help. And then um, <laughs> I also want to do everything myself, but then I also realize that you can't do everything yourself and there's nothing wrong with collaborating with people to make shit come to life. Snack, Snack time. time. It's called halva. It's made out of sesame. Okay. It really depends. Some people really like it. Some people don't really like it. But there are halva. Flavors. It says we love halva. Try, yeah, but try the try the vanilla one first. I don't know what you took. Oh, they're different. Yeah. Okay. Try this one. All right. Ask a question. Okay. Um, we gotta speed this up. I don't know if everyone knows or not. They're greasy. Because it's made out of sesame, babe. So the packaging is greasy. No. They just. I touched it. It's okay. You've, you just said we don't have time and you go, waste go, time. Go, 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 come on. I don't know if everyone knows or not. Um, I know you posted about it. You post about it sometimes. Um, but you're a big fan of wrestling, yes. WWE. Yes. Um, so we have some wrestling questions. Let's do it. Okay. Invader Fro wants to know, favorite wrestler from the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era? It means nothing to me. The Rock. 
And Stone Cold equally take the spot for the Attitude Era. Ruthless Aggression Era. This is really good. Yeah, you like it? I don't, I very, don't like it. It's very soft. It's like a cookie crumble. I have nothing to compare it to. The closest thing I can compare it to, but it's not like this, is um, like those Nutri-Green bars. How they're like, they're very soft, the soft ones that you bite into, but even softer. It's like a, it's like you're biting into a, a cloud or a nice big fluffy ass. Do you taste um, the sesame though? No, no, I don't. Okay. What is it? Ruthless Aggression Era. I gotta go with Randy Orton. Um, who will the throne Roman Reigns? Yeah. What? <laughs> Cody Rhodes, but it should be LA Knight. It's LA Knight's game. Yeah. You both are on a death row. What are your last meals? Ladies first. Um, it will be either like a very good sushi roll or a very good pasta. If you're on death row, you can choose a, a smorgasbord of shit. It's pretty much kind of like whatever you want. It's your last meal. You I think meal like one meal. No, like one, one thing before you die, what do you choose? I think it's a one. If it's No, it's not. You can then... choose uh, whatever you want. Okay, so I want sushi and I want pasta. And that's it? Yeah. No drinks? Nothing? Coffee. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Meal. What the fuck meal do you is like want? food. What do you want? It's I the want last thing before you coffee. die. What are you having? <laughs> Lots of coffee. Coffee? Yes. And? And that's it. No, what did you say your meals were? Oh, sushi and pasta. Sushi, pasta, coffee. That's all you want. That's it. All right, I'm going to go with three to five gallons of water. <laughs> But you're going to die. Why do you care Doesn't about matter, water? man. I can have it. It's my last <laughs> meal. <laughs> Okay. At least two to three bottles of iced tea. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to go with chicken milanesa. I'm going to go with New York pizza specifically. I'm going to go with um, uh, uh, a sandwich, like an, a, nice, a nice, good, authentic Italian sandwich. Uh, one that I actually, I can't remember the name of right now, but me and Mass Mateo went to it when we went to New York Comic Con. Uh, and Mateo went back like five times, literally. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, Vasio, entraña, those are steaks. Some chimmy, specifically my brother's. Hopefully he's not dying because I need him to make it. Um, <laughs> It's a very good chimmy. I tried it. I said pizza, right? Pepperoni on that pizza, by the way. And uh, I don't know, I'm forgetting something. A, new, a nice New York cheesecake. Um, actually, I'll swap the New York cheesecake for my stepmom's cheesecake. She makes an amazing cheesecake, vegan, dairy-free for me. And um, I'll, I'll stop there. I got a lot more that I would do, but I'll stop there because we need to keep it going. It's about to go back. Let's get oh, into a segment you like to call. Oh, shotgun, shotgun questions. questions. What shotgun yes, questions okay. is, is usually me asking a guest a couple series of questions, usually about three to four. Uh, they don't know what's happening. They don't know when it's happening. They're not prepped for it. They don't know the, uh, the questions that I'm being asked. They know that it's coming. Some of them do. They just don't know when it's coming. Some of them have no idea that it's coming at all. And it's supposed to be a little bit more of a rapid fire segment, but it never really ends up being that rapid fire. And that's okay. So we're going to see how rapid fire it can get with me flipped around, and me answering them instead. Okay, so those shotgun questions are actually by the people that, you, you know, ask you questions. Okay. So, an anonymous question is... Why are they all five? fucking anonymous? Some of them. I want to know. Some of them. Um, he wants to know, or she, top five characters from Marvel, DC, and top five video oh, games. Oh, Jesus Christ. We should have asked this earlier. God, this is going to be so much editing. Top <laughs> five characters from Marvel, Wolverine, Venom, Damn, dude. Wolverine, Venom, It's a shotgun. Come on. Silver Surfer, um, Spider-Man. What did I say? Wolverine, Venom, Silver Surfer, Spider-Man, Thanos. Thanos, okay. okay. DC. DC? 
Oh God, Red Hood. Oh God, dude, I forgot Moon Knight on, on Marvel. <laughs> okay, uh, what did I say? What did I say? Was Red Hood? Red Hood. Um, oh shit, dude, DC's hard, man. Batman. Can I? Flashpoint Batman's different, so he could take up. No, spot. you get one. Okay, then Batman. I'm gonna go with Red Hood. Flashpoint Batman. I can't do DC, dude. I can't do it. I can't gotta. do it. I can't do it, dude. Uh, Dark Side. I always like Dark Side. Uh, Scarecrow, but I would like to just note that specifically the one from, I think it's Arkham Asylum is the one mm-hmm. that I like. Um, all the other Scarecrow designs, you know, but I really like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for my fourth, this, I'm going to tell you guys right now that this DC list is not accurate. <laughs> this shit is it's definitely going to change. It's too hard for me to now. choose. Um, my fifth, I, a fifth one, right? It's a fifth. Yeah. Uh, fifth, 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 fifth. I always liked the design of, I can't pick a fifth. I'm sorry. I got to go with four. Yeah, okay, so five top video games. Oh my God, that's even harder, dude. I know. The one that asked that says that once people ask you this and you lost it, so it was so funny to watch and now we're going to confront <sighs> you with this question. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Okay, is it top five video games or can it yes. be a franchise? Okay, let's go with the franchise. Okay, that makes it easier. Okay. It's cheating. I know there's going to be comments that like, he's cheating. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft, Super Mario Bros., The Legend of Zelda, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I want to throw Assassin's Creed or Mortal Kombat in there, dude. But I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed because okay. the storytelling is phenomenal. Next question. Next Anonymous one, two. Okay, time for you to face the Batman question. Oh, okay. okay, I know this one. I know this one. I'm you not want going me to, to say, say it? it? Yes, come on. Okay. Um, uh, you could you could you you could choose one Batman. I can't remember it right now because I'm trying to speed this up. But uh, you, you've got you've got Affleck, Keaton, Bale, or Pattinson. You can only choose one, and the rest and their universe cease to exist. Who do you pick? Okay. So Affleck, Keaton, Bale, or Pattinson, and I'm choosing Affleck every day, <laughs> all day, because he's the best Batman. He's the best Bruce Wayne when it comes down to portraying both at the same time. Is he the best, you know, 100% of both? I don't know. That's up for debate. But when I say that he's the best of, in, in a movie of portraying them both at the same time in one movie, I think he did better than Keaton portraying Bruce and Bat, better than Bale portraying Bruce and Bat, better than Pattinson portraying Bruce and Bat. Although I will say Pattinson, he's young. This is a different Bruce Wayne. We're seeing him grow up. We're seeing him become Batman. It's a different story. Let it ride out. But I think Affleck, old, uh, developed, angry, People have died all around him. He's experienced. And he did a phenomenal job as Bruce and a phenomenal job as Batman, in my personal opinion. I like that big, bulky look, so I'm biased. I'm a Frank Miller fan. And I would have wanted to see so much more of his universe developed. Okay. Let's agree to disagree. I'm the Catwoman here, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. All-Star Cosplays wants to know, if you could live in a movie universe, which one would it be? For example, you know, MCU, DCU, Lord of the Ring, Harry Potter, et cetera, et cetera. In a movie universe, if I could live in a movie universe, I'm probably gonna go with Marvel because I would want to be a mutant. <laughs> and maybe if I lived in this movie universe, I was born a mutant. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Okay. This one is for me. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the go back in time question. If you go, if you could go back in time, where would you okay. go? If you could time travel, yeah. you could have up to three different choices. Where would you go? Any era, any time. That question, right? Yeah. Okay. I would go to the 1930s 
because I love the gangster area era, the mafia era, that old school New York, old school Chicago, all that kind of stuff in that era. Uh, I, I, I just want to rob banks. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> you know, I just want to rob banks. Um, 1930s, 1930s would be amazing. Um, I really want to go back to ancient Egypt because I want to see just the truth behind what really happened with those pyramids. How did they build them? What you guys know, I'm very intrigued by that. And in 2024, I'm going to finally do that episode where we talk about conspiracy theories and different stuff and, you know, venture into a couple different and more style episodes here. Um, I want to see that. I want to see the technology that they had. I have so many different beliefs and questions and I want to know what really happened. And then, uh, I guess I would go to um, ancient Greece because I believe in Greek mythology and I would want to see if uh, anything was actually ever truthful. Snack time. Try this one. Okay, question. While I'm asking you a question, it's a popcorn coated with peanut butter. Former co-host, the gentleman you actually started a podcast with, Captain Juicebox, wants to ask you some questions. One of them is, what has inspired you the most during your podcast journey? Uh, this is going to sound super cheesy, dude. But uh, quite literally, everybody. <laughs> Because it's, it's a crazy feeling when people watch... Um, your show and uh, tell you that they enjoy it, that they laugh, that um, it's the highlight of their day or that they look forward to it. Uh, it's an amazing feeling when people are tagging me in their cosplays because they want to be a cosplay of the week. It's a crazy, amazing feeling when people reach out and they're like, Hey, I want to come on the show um, and talk about, you know, this and that my cosplays, or even like when they're like, I just want to come on the show and just talk with you about just stuff like those were crazy cool messages too and um the, uh, the uh, being able to talk with everybody it, i said it earlier in the beginning of the show my anxiety my insomnia my depression things that i went through in the past uh this show helped me break out of that shell and you guys may look at me and think oh man he's such a people person and for those that have met me in person as well i'm a little bit calmer in my everyday life um but You may look at it like I'm a people person, but uh, I really wasn't. I was very much so like a hermit crab, very much so kept to myself. I'm able to turn a switch on when it comes time for entertainment. But this has helped me in my everyday life to be able to have that switch on normally and not for entertainment purposes. And so I attribute that to, I mean, obviously, kudos to myself. And I don't mean that in a cocky way. I mean it when you're dealing with issues, you should give yourself some praise every now and then, a pat on the back, you know, anxiety, insomnia, depression, any of those things, if you got through it and you know you got through it. There's nothing wrong with being like, oh, good job. Like I did that. I'm proud of myself because you have to know where you started and where you came from to, to get to where you're going and where you've gotten and hold on to that and know how to not fall back into it. And so- Kudos to myself for sticking with this, for doing this, for getting on stages at conventions, for doing things live in the moment, for improving random shit and hoping it goes well because all of that experience and then experiencing everything with everybody else um, has helped me in my personal life whether I talk about it or not. Next question. Okay, we're getting to the last set of questions and we're going to round it out with the two we started with. These are good. Yeah, this is very good. What are these supposed to be? This is popcorn coated with peanut butter. Really good. Yes. Um, so we're going to circle back to the two uh, that started. Um, we started the questions with. So the first one is by Majestic.1. How has working out helped you? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and assume something here. Uh, I'm gonna assume because I'm I'm heavy in the gym, which I haven't been lately, unfortunately, because everything's been going, we've been doing a lot of shit. But I'm heavy in the gym, and I've posted about it a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing because Josh was one of the ones that I've talked to about stuff before. Um, that he's kind of asking how it, how it's helped me in the sense of mental health. Because once again, I used to post about it on my personal and stuff. I went through a really rough time uh, a couple years back, and. Even so that people know that I don't take breaks from the, from the show, from the podcast, but what I was going through actually caused me to take like a month break. I had to, uh, to come back, uh, extra strong. I'm sorry. I'm looking away from the camera, but I, I have to multitask on something cause I forgot something and <laughs> working out in, in the gym, uh, became, it, 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 it first was a thing that I went to go do to get my mental right. It wasn't about the physical. It wasn't about looking good. It was about, um, it was about it was about getting my mental right, being in a place, being somewhere, being uh, away from home, being away from my thoughts, being surrounded by people, and not being hundred percent alone, and being surrounded by people that were, you know, for the men, giving off uh, you know intense levels of testosterone. And this may sound weird, but it's true. Giving off the intense levels of testosterone. Everybody's in there grunting and working and trying to be a better them, whether that be for uh, mental or physical or emotional. It helps with all of those things. And so I needed to be in a place where those vibes were just immaculate because I was in a really dark place at the time. I was really sad at the time. And uh, I, I, I just, I needed to, to fix all that and figure that shit out. And being in the gym really helped me figure that out. And then when I saw the changes physically, I was like, oh, shit, you know? And so I really had to get in there and continue doing it. But uh, that's how it's helped me. It really has helped uh, mentally to um, work through a lot of different shit. Another question by Josh. <laughs> how or when can we redeem our project points? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so the a good one. Points, you get a bunch of uh, hundred sexy project points every time that you subscribe to the to the show <laughs> and, and, and all kinds of stuff. And Josh has even Josh has even even, even given me back some project points. He's hit me up in the DMs and he's given me some project points back, just as a as a as a as a as a, as a comrade, as a nice thing to do. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we're still trying to figure that out. I don't know, man. Like me and Char, we've been talking about it. We're like, what are we doing? He was supposed to get it already. It was going to be used for the merch store to get a discount. And then I don't know what happened with that. We had to move. It's a new year. Things got in the way, but we're still trying to figure that out. They're kind of like Mario coins or like Sonic rings. You kind of just stack them up. They're like a high score. We're not quite sure what you're <laughs> going to do yet. Somebody try to figure it out. Although you know, the Mario rings are kind of useless, but the Sonic, I mean, the Mario coins are kind of useless, but the Sonic rings, they, they give you an extra life. So somebody wants to test that out. Be my guest. Question by Spider. Last question. Yes. What goals do you have for the podcast? Oh man, I want to do. Okay, this is like a uh, this is like a mixture, dude. This is like a mixture between goals for the podcast and goals like for myself. And I'm just mm -hmm. gonna kind of say a bunch of shit. Just throw so, it at us. Um, and this is gonna kind of uh, maybe be a little bit of, of of my outro too. Then, do you have anything else after this? Nope. You sure? Besides snacks. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to do a lot more like long time comments. I'm going to keep that going because there is so many people that I want to feature as a cosplayer of the week. And there's so many people that I want to talk to. Um, I have more people outside of just cosplayers. I have more cosplay prop makers and some of them already know who they are that I want to talk to. I have cosplay suit makers. I have people in the jacket game. Um, Ooh that I want to have come on. I want to talk to more photographers, more videographers. I think that would really, uh, videographers too would make for like a really interesting conversation because I do videography myself. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be really an interesting conversation. One of the goals that I want moving forward for 2024 is I want to have cosplayers on that I've had on before. I want to have them back and talk about different stuff. So instead of like the interview mode where I'm interviewing them and we're just getting everything that's about them, maybe they're coming on and we're talking about kind of what the after show is, which is uh, a shorter 
bonus episode um, of talking about different topics, right? That's what the after show is. But, and I do it sparingly. It's not always. I kind of want to have full length episodes and maybe multiple people as well um, where we're talking about different things. I mentioned uh, during the shotgun questions, like I want to talk about ancient Egypt. I want to talk about conspiracy theories, right? And what better way to still have it be a part of the cosplay community and talk about these random different topics or even pop culture topics than to have cosplayers be a part of it because you guys are more than just cosplay, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it'd be cool to do that because like the first episode when I have you on is a little bit of a lot more of like an interview style get to know you sprinkle a couple different topics in there but it's catered to the cosplayer or the guest in general that I have on I kind of want to do something different so that's a goal um I want to do more music-related stuff. I have, this is my first time that I'm going to say it if anybody made it to the end of the episode, but obviously all of the guests that I have on always have um, uh, a, a custom theme music when I introduce them. Uh, a lot of the videos that I make for cosplayers, I'll make custom theme music for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some indie films, audiobooks that I've done custom music for. Um, Amazing music. Thank you so much. In my personal time, I've also been working on um, original stuff when it comes to composition, just musical and stuff, lyrical, kind of dabbling back into my past. And then I've also done video game remixes, um, just like beats, like hip hop-ish beats and stuff like that. And one of the goals that I have in 2024 is to release these on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. And one of the things I want to do is kind of uh, still include the cosplay community because you guys are all a crucial part. So I'm thinking of like kind of releasing, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it would be technically... um, like the guest intros from the podcast, like music from the pod or some shit, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to call it that, but that's what it, it would be to get the point across. So I want to do, I want to do things like that as well. And then I want uh, a lot more conventions to go as for fun, uh, to go in cosplay because it's happening. Yep. It really is Ooh. happening. And, um, Trust me it is. and more videography at conventions and more hosting. I still have a, a couple good conventions that I want to check off the list to host. That's yep. it. Spartans, thank you for coming. I feel like it's a very special moment for me, especially. Um, I mean, it's the first time I'm doing that, but you always give, you always do this for other people. You always let other people shine. You always put a focus on other people. And I feel like you deserve to be on the spotlight too. Thank you. And I want to thank you for me and from all the other people that sent so many messages of thanks that I already forwarded. Um... Because there weren't questions, but there were like compliments, so he appreciates it a lot. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Um, I really do. I'm, just, I'm just letting you talk, so go ahead. Everyone appreciates you, everyone sees you. Um, the, the hard work that you do, whatever you do for us, the content that you make for us. Um, I just wish you really all the best. Keep being awesome, keep doing awesome stuff. Um, and I just want you to know that you are really appreciated. Thank you, baby. Yeah, and I really hope for, like, you know, better stuff for this new year. Yeah, me too. You can get better. Everyone can. Me too. Me too, man. Um, I didn't get to say a thank you. I didn't put out a thank you. Um on Instagram. I mean, first of all, thank you to everybody that sent in questions, whether the, you put your name or, or anonymous or whatever it may be. It's really cool. I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Like, it means a lot. Again, it kind of is a, 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 a an extra tidbit of like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something right. I have something that people care about in a, in a sense, you know, and then it translates to not just caring about the show, but there's many out there that I've met and talked to and have personal relationships with. You care about me as a person and that's really cool as well. And, um, so thank you so much for, uh, 
for, 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 for the questions. This was really fun. And uh, then we'll do another type of thing like this later in the, in, at the end of the year or something, you know, and like another wrap up, like how the year go. And we do another interview thing. I have no idea, but something that I really want to thank is everybody in 2023, man, everybody that supported everybody that watched, um, because this is already out in 2024 and I didn't get to do my thank yous hundred percent. So I'm going to take a quick moment to do that right now. I want to thank everybody that tuned in, everybody that subscribed throughout the year, everybody that liked, everybody that shared, everybody that saved on Instagram, everybody that supported on TikTok and anything in between all of that support as a whole, no matter who you are and, and, and what you've got going on. And then I want to thank, um, Everybody that I had uh, had on, I wish I would have made this an actual list, but I'm doing it randomly in the moment while I'm looking back at my own YouTube channel, uh, so I so I don't forget anybody. But all the guests that I had on. Um, in 2023, man, Geek Vise, Joey Red Hood 22, The Legion of Geeks, Jason Ortega and Aiden, Aiden Proko for Batman Stained Air, Caleb Weeks, Bradman Cosplay and Vicus Vids, Saddle Up and Amalia Cat, Season Big Bird, The Gaming Duo, my guys, The Gaming Duo, they're a great podcast, you have to go watch them. We did a bunch of crazy cool Nintendo universe, uh, Cinematic Universe episodes, please go watch those, they're amazing. Uh, Jordan Jordan Barnett from Unworthy Productions, RLHNYC and Jose JC007, Bat Family Duo, that episode was amazing. Heroes for Hire Costumes, Brylan imagery baby paper moon cosplay you were on <laughs> graphics by jmd sir julius cosplay a cosplay suits bat mateo ecto titan the acosta project and jeff jenkins photography were the entirety of 2023 and i really appreciate it and in between there on the youtube we did some other things like the teen titans class in session little um like documentary skit short filmish type thing did behind the scenes with uh, a bunch of people uh, for photo shoots and stuff like that. And there's just so much. The conventions, Anime Las Vegas, Anime Riverside, Anime Pasadena, um, New York Comic Con, Dragon Con. What else did I go to? There's more than that. San Diego Comic-Con, LA Comic-Con. I, I think I'm, I may be repeating things, but I did special episodes there. I did press there. I did hosting there. Uh, shout out to Anime Fire for uh, our, our stint that we had and, and working together and things that we did. You're still going to end up seeing stuff that comes out that... Um, you know, that, that has my stamp on it, whether it be my music or my videography, but I no longer have the show there. Uh, you know, things, things, things happen, things change, and we go in different directions in life, and it is what it is. Uh, but we had a great time with the time that we're there, and still go check them out. They're, they're putting out great work. And I think that's pretty much everybody and, and everything. And thank you. Ah, and thank you for watching, for liking, for commenting, for sharing, for doing all of those beautiful things that you do over on YouTube.com slash side project podcast. When you go down here, hit the big red subscribe button. When you hit it, it goes like, uh-uh. And you get 100 sexy project points. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you for watching on Spotify and following and rating and doing all this things that you because videos are available on Spotify as well. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram at IGHatesChazzy. And everything else you can find me at is on the screen right about now. And if you're looking for the podcast as a whole, you can find it on Instagram. Instagram at side project podcast. Remember that's project. Things are different. <laughs> Things are different. I'm confused with a K. And if you're looking for paper moon cosplay, please, please follow her on Instagram at paper.moon.cosplay and check out everything that we've got going because I don't know when it's going to come out, but we have a bunch of amazing stuff. Hell yeah. We even have a little, dare I say it? Dare I say it? <laughs> we even have a little short film. We have a little something yeah. coming out. So go check that out for me, for paper moon cosplay. I can't speak for me. For Paper Moon Cosplay, we are out of here.